The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode. Well, the episode is the Fireside Chat episode. But this Fireside Chat episode has a uh, has a name. It's called Bucketful. And uh, it's different from the Fireside Chats that you're used to. Let me thank our sponsors and get all the business out of the way, and then I'll... Well, I won't... Well, <laughs> again, sorry about this, guys. Uh, I want to thank our uh, sponsors, of course, for making this podcast possible, free to you. It's the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall. And Dr. Volt's Comet Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Truer words were never spoken. Amen. Um, yeah, and uh, don't forget our Patreon. Hey, if you'd like to get us a little something for uh, the holiday season, why don't you join our Patreon for a year? <laughs> That's a good gift, and it keeps giving to the show that you love. Us. Yes. No, not them. Us. You love us more than you love them. Anyway. Uh, it is uh, our Patreon link is Geek Show Got This Covered. It'll take you right to the Patreon link, and you don't have to spell Patreon, which is a win-win for everybody. All right, so the Fireside Chat this year is a little different. It's a lot different, actually, uh, from previous Fireside Chats. And you know what? That's all I'm going to tell you right now. You're just going to have to let it unfold into your ears as it happens. So we're going to take a quick break here, hear from Dr. Volts and uh, the Nerd Store, and uh, then we'll get to the Fireside Chat bucket full. Please to enjoy. Oh, in order to enjoy the Fireside Chat, you have to get yourself a, a glass of uh, dark brown liquor if you imbibe, uh, whatever you want if you don't, and uh, tissue. Get a tissue ready, all right? Okay, stand by. The Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have got a holiday deal just for you. You didn't get what you wanted this holiday season? Yeah, it happens. The Nerd Store and Dr. Volts, they are here to help. Spend your gift cards at the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts. You can use unused gift cards for any restaurant or store and spend them at the Nerd Store or Dr. Volts Comic Connection. It's like a gift card from them. Which is what you wanted in the first place, really. Keep in mind the whole value must be spent in one purchase. No remaining balances will be transferred and does not transfer to a nerd store or Dr. Volt's gift card. Now this week you should really be uh, picking up graphic novels. It's a good idea. Graphic novel either for yourself or as a thoughtful gift for someone special. Graphic novels, great last minute gift. And the gang at Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store are happy to help you pick the perfect one. Holiday shopping made easy. Happy holidays from the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection at 2043 East 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. Well, thank you all for joining me in my study. It is uh, time for the fireside chat. The room is decorated exactly as you're imagining. I'm in a large 
chair, cushion chair. I have the fire going, of course. I'm surrounded by leather-bound books. I'm wearing a velvet bathrobe. It's beautiful. I think I have a fez, even, and the dog is asleep at my, at my feet. I've just emptied my pipe and got the brown liquor out, because brown liquor is serious liquor. And this is the part of the fireside chat every year where I try to bring a message of hope for the new year to everybody. Funny story, on the way to the fireside chat, I lost all my hope. <laughs> I, I, did, uh, I got no positive outlook right now. I can't help it. It happens to people. But here we are. So I've asked the rest of the Geek Show panel to come in and join me here in my oversized library. <laughs> who's, who's here? Who's here first? <laughs> I'm here. Who is knocking? Tony is here. Hello, Tony. Let, How are you? Let me in. This is a nice library. Isn't wow. it, though? It smells wonderful. I, like old oh, books. Oh, Shannon's here. Books? Hold on. I just, it smells like mahogany. And yes. leather-bound books, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is oh. very... Well, thanks where for coming. Where the fuck? Where have you been fucking hiding this? Oh, shit. I almost tripped over the dog. <laughs> time <laughs> closet. This is in the time closet, isn't it? This is part of the time closet. It's also a time-space folding closet. Uh, wow. It's it's bigger on the inside. Hmm. Uh, well, thanks, you guys, for coming over. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, hi, Carrie. Hi. Oh, hi. Lee is here. Hello, yeah, Lee. I just, I just flew in from the west side of town. How about that? Thank you. I, th yeah. I thought this was the laundry room. No, no. Actually, uh, I framed this last year. Oh, okay. I was down on my luck, and Carrie gave me a little side hustle. Well, now okay. we just—if only—if only Jay was here, that would be—that would be nice. Jay, I think you're muted. <laughs> yeah, he muted himself. He muted the bit himself. you're trying to do isn't oh, working. You're ruining the bit. Hello. <laughs> lost over here jay come here follow our voices jay come in follow come our into voices the... carol ann come into the That's time closet no come here <laughs> you got this buddy Whoa. don't be I afraid know, jay i know you're on the upper east side of uh, utah but you're fine <laughs> just we got just, your back oh my god guys he made it i slept i pulled a, i pulled a book from the bookshelf and like i just came through i got trapped underneath the house yeah Wow! <laughs> Put the candle, candle back. Yeah. The way the way into the cabin. room, the way into the room is actually the 1941 Blu-ray uh, under the 185-inch screen. You just yes. you just tilt <laughs> that back, and the the room spins around. That's that's the secret, so the secret panel. Uh, well, thank you guys for coming over because uh, I uh, what I do with the fireside chat is I usually just kind of keep my eyes open throughout the year for you know great messages of hope to pop up and uh honestly i i couldn't find any this year <laughs> I, well, I it's hard to do when you don't leave your house there's that um mm -hmm. to me uh, 20 2022 is 2021 is worse than uh, than la this year has been worse than last year and oh, 2021 uh, was my worst year on record yeah. like a lot of good stuff happened mm -hmm. uh but it sucked it was a rough year well, so, here's the thing I'm scared about. All right. Uh, if you think about it, the way we pronounce the name of this year, 2022. Two. The Revenge. Again. Oh, no. How about we this get revenge? This time it's personal. 
we get revenge on 2021. How about that? Yeah, we gotta we gotta do something because boy, 2021 has been terrible. So I ask you, do you have messages of hope? Not not just for not just for our listeners, but for me. Uh, I could use some right now. Anybody who wants to go first? Don't all rush toward the mics at once. Uh. This is a rare occasion where you're not all talking I, over each other. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I give it I time. had a pretty, I had a pretty rough year, especially near the end of this year. Um, a couple of deaths in the family, and yes, and uh, things like that. But uh, um, I'm I'm a little bit in the same boat as you, Carrie. It's uh, this year's been just frustrating. Um, I would say one thing that did kind of give me some hope throughout the year though, that, uh, and I I don't know, people might think this is lame or whatever, but I, I really just like that the, uh, build back better bill was passed. And I know that he didn't, it wasn't passed. I thought he signed it into law. No, it got uh, hung up on a couple of things. What? So, find something else, Tony. I'm out. (laughs) As of of this recording, it got uh, hung up on a couple of other things. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, the one thing I guess that uh, I've really tapped into these last couple of years uh, to try to try to make me happy is just try to find like joy in like everything. Like, uh, even if it's something that's like really, really shitty. Uh, I'm trying to think of examples. It's really hard. Uh, like I try to do this, especially with things that I watch and and consume. Um, pay attention to the parts that make you happy and explore why those make you happy. Um, but also understand. And this took a lot of years for me to figure out. Um, it's okay to feel your feelings. Um, and it's okay to have more than one feeling. Uh, and it's okay to not have only happy feelings like if you're sad that's okay um try to find the joy in that like you're a human being and understand that you have this wide breadth of emotional capability and that's kind of a cool thing like why do aliens never kill our planet it's because humans are incredible and uh, we're kind of not but from a human standpoint like it is kind of cool like we can feel all of these feelings um and just embrace them like yeah if you're sad it's not forever um and just kind of marvel in the fact that wow it's kind of cool that i feel sad about this thing and that means i care about it uh and so just try to find you know joy wherever you can i guess whatever well and uh (laughs) this is kind of a leading question for you rebecca Mm -hmm. um because you know um don't you feel like you need to find your place? I, so, uh, it's been a weird one for me this year. Um, Cause I have constantly been always like, man, like what's, what is, what is purpose? My purpose, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? And I finally had the realization this year that maybe uh, I don't need one. Um, and uh, I've really just enjoyed and felt a lot better better about uh myself and what i'm doing by just going with the flow 
and doing things that make me happy um, and not focusing so hard on like trying to make a career work or trying to be a content creator. Uh, I've just really enjoyed letting go of all of that and just going with the flow. And you're a, you're a leaf in the wind. And well, I, I love it. I, I, I don't need, I kind of, this is more woo woo. I view my time on this earth as a vacation <laughs> and, ooh. uh, it's, I'm, once I had that kind of realization, I was like, man, life is a lot easier now. Well, uh, it, I mean, you know, I have insight <laughs> yeah. on your yeah. current uh, life and, and whatever. Um, but for one, I could just like knowing you as opposed to homie uh, to where you're at now. Mm-hmm. You are so much happier. Oh, thank you. It's, yeah, like, yeah. And the best thing about it is you look at it, it's like, my uh, my job doesn't matter. Like, like this is like, uh, you know, I, but I just got to tell you uh, from an, another side, it, it, it really does. Oh, well. And, yeah, um, I, I love my new job. It's very low stakes. Uh, whereas I, okay. so <laughs> I felt low like my stakes. other job was very high stakes. Okay, so you came from such high stakes that you're like, this is no stakes. And somebody who I know very well is like, I'm glad she thinks that because it's actually like medium stakes. <laughs> <laughs> And she's Welcome to your job. It's medium and, and, stakes. And she's killing it. Yeah, and that's that's the other part of me is like I want to do a good job. And things that I do, I still want to do a very good job. And so I do try. Um, it's just uh, it, it's just uh, if something doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Like right. if something and goes wrong, it's at the end of the day, wh- what does it matter? Yeah, you don't have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Yeah, whereas when I was working in real estate, like, something goes wrong, people might lose out on thousands and thousands of dollars and a house. Yeah. Like, I fucking hated that. I didn't want that stress in my life. <laughs> and so, you know, just, uh, like, I've got to, you know, got to make money, but uh, focusing more on just trying to do things that make me happy and not focusing on... Because I've never been a goal setter um which drives my husband nuts because he's always got like a 5 10 15 thousand year plan um <laughs> i i have no plans i'm just here to have a good time uh and uh it, the the way our current society treats people is uh don't be like that uh you know you must have goals you must have a path you must have a purpose mm, sometimes you don't and that's okay and mm-hmm. i'm okay with that Oh, there you go. Who 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 would uh, who would like to go next? I can go. It's right. it's a lot along the lines of what Rebecca was saying, and it's my own revelation, very similar to Rebecca's, and that I was after probably forty years able to set myself free from something which was really hard because when I was a kid growing up in an artist and musician's household, there was a lot of the elders of the family saying, well, you know, that's just useless. Why are you focusing on that? You're going to have to, you're going to have to work really hard to even make a dollar. It was always about the dollar, right? With the elders in the family and always giving my parents a hard time about 
wasting their time on hobby talent. My dad's an incredible musician. My mom's a fantastic artist. And so from a well, very so early... Are, but Lee, so are you. Yeah, well, seriously. Uh, thanks. Yeah. But what, you really, what is... Like, you really, really are. But I, I, and I, I appreciate that. My, but I've my, thought that since I was 16. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but what really came crashing home to me over the last few months, especially since the end of October, is it dawned on me that because of my upbringing and because of that exposure to that mindset, I've been trying to do a hustle that's kind of destroying my brain, right? When you're trying to take your talent and do something with it to make money, you end up taking your talent and making it a commodity and really why not just make it your talent? Why not just be happy with that and be explosively creative and maybe this is my first job. I've been at this job for two years and no one knows that I can draw or paint or sculpt or anything. It's been my little secret because jobs exploit it because no one wants to pay for talent. They want to pay for mediocrity. They want you to sell yourself, but they don't want to pay for talent ever. So that has been really liberating for me. But what that also means is that it's been liberating for me to allow myself to say, Hey, right now things are really terrible. The world is in a really bad place. The world's been in much worse places, but I think we have kind of an end game goal of where things are going. Like we have a picture of where things are going and it doesn't look too great. And so what a lot of us are feeling right now is we're mourning. We're, we're aware of things being bad. We're aware of a life that we've lost and we're mourning that. And that's okay. I think it's important that psychologically we allow ourselves that feeling. Like you were saying, Rebecca, recognizing how you're feeling right now, giving yourself some grace with the fact that, Carrie, you don't have anything uplifting to tell people right now because you got your own shit you're struggling with, your own anxiety, your own depression. There are days when you're not going to be able to get out of bed. That's okay. The days that you can get out of bed, do something silly. Do something. There's no more. You're not wasting time on video games. You're taking care of yourself with your video games. You're not wasting your time on comic books and anime. You're taking care of yourself. That's self-care. That's allowing you to deal with the shit show that's going on outside right now. So refocus on yourself. Refocus on your family and the people you care about and the things that matter. And take care of yourself in a way that works. If that means that you went to the used comic book or used action figure store and spent six bucks on a Thor figure that you missed out on 10 years ago. Do that because this is, I think the time that it's important that we recognize those things that make us happy, you know, whether it's cuddling with your dog on the couch or getting that $800 Optimus prime. That's something that <laughs> yeah. it's something that's going to spark some joy. Maybe you're going to spend a ridiculous amount of money on digital spaceships because it helped you get through the week. Well, you know? Lee, I, I, I told Jen, I was like, for Christmas this year, let's mm. first of all let's limit it to like a, around a hundred bucks. Okay. And let's do this. Let's buy one practical thing that would uh, enhance both of our lives, and one thing that will just be like spark joy. You know, because we, I think we all need that. We need joy. We and need joy. Mm-hmm. It's it's our most precious commodity, I think. So it's the same thing. I may go to the Spider-Man when I finally get to see it and say, okay, maybe it was a little fan servicey. But on the other hand, <laughs> I am I am looking for that lightning in a bottle right no. now. I'm looking for that that yeah. pure spark of of uh, 
of maybe I want to be a serviced fan. You guys, <laughs> I, I'm Honestly, just going to tell you, like, no. It's a, that's Marvel's big Christmas gift to us. I know I had mentioned this in, a, in an episode a while ago, but I think this is just Marvel's big Christmas gift to us. Yeah. And they're like, hey, everything sucks. But <laughs> right. here's something here, that's like awesome. all these things, no, um, have them. So, uh, in elementary schools, there's this thing, it, it, there's this book called Be a Bucket Filler, right? Mm. And when you, uh, your mm. bucket is filled by kindness and things you enjoy, things you love, uh, and your bucket is emptied by, you know, hatefulness and Mm -hmm. uh, terrible things. Uh, I will say I've been really concentrating on the bucket filling. Um, and I will say, like, Spider, you guys, I know it's risky or whatever, but this Spider-Man movie overflowed my bu bucket last night. That's good. It did its job. Yeah, yeah and um... I don't know. That's something to be thankful for, and, and and everybody that's listening to this right right now, what a great time to be a geek. Yeah. You know, like if you're open to it, right? If you're not one of these shitty people just looking for a reason to hate things, my God, there's almost too much. I'm like. How do I watch super criminals? <laughs> I don't got the time. You know, and just so many things that I... I and, and, and Carrie, like, uh, like, there's a Hawkeye TV show <laughs> that is so fucking good. Well, back to your back to your uh, your uh, your hate thing. Uh, there was a uh, a study that was just done recently that. Uh, the psychologists have found that uh, hate and anger are addictive, yeah. mm -hmm. and it still so gives you a dopamine response. Yeah, just like well, and it's yeah. and uh, anger is the the quickest and easiest emotion to feel. Too. It is. So it it's is. the first thing that people jump to. Um, and I have a friend who uh, he obsessive Ghostbusters fan, obsessive Spider Man fan, and we were talking about both movies, and he has. He has gone through so much of his own emotional growth where he's like, I, he never has anything negative to say about anything because he's just so grateful and enthusiastic about what we do see. Mm -hmm. um, and I've tried to incorporate that into like everything that I do. Like, yeah, if something maybe bugs me or like I don't like, that's fine, but I'm not going to make no. it my platform. And see, that's, what's, that's what these psychologists have discovered is that people, the, there is a reason that the world, and, and specifically America, is so filled with, with, with anger. These douchebags out there right now is because they're actually addicted to it, and that's why they'll watch the Fox News because it feeds that dopamine rush. It gets them angry, uh, and and it's just such a it's such a negative thing. And so they've started spreading it out into their lives now. Their everyday society, you know, going to get a sandwich at the sandwich shop has become a dopamine rush of hate for them. You know. Well, and doing the work to be positive is work 
it's hard. That, it's it that Rick and Morty. It's Pickle Rick all over again. Like, mm -hmm. you know, the work is hard. And so that's why people don't do it, because work is hard. It is. It is hard. That was one of the hardest things that I, I used to have a horrible temper. And, me too. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Me too. And I worked on it for years. It took and, years, yeah. And, and, and that's why what people are really surprised to hear that my favorite Marvel character is the Hulk mm -hmm. because I get it. <laughs> the struggle to keep banner in control. It's hard. It, it's uh, it, what it took me was uh, a doctor telling me uh, you have cancer. You might die. I really had to re readjust and look at what I was doing. Why am I getting angry sitting in traffic? You knew goddamn well that there was going to be traffic, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why you're why you're angry about it? You should have just expected it and been ready. Uh, there are times when things happen, bad things happen. Rather than getting angry, you just need to realize that's just it. Just the way shit happens. That's how. Know? Like that couple of weekends ago, when I I was literally rolling nat ones all day, and I was like super pissed off about it at the mm -hmm. beginning but then I had a good stress cry because I was feeling frustrated <laughs> um, but then after that I just laughed because like I laughed at every terrible thing that happened because what else like doing like being angry about it wasn't doing me any good so I might as well just try to I like try I flipped it so that like yeah this is really pissing you off but how funny is it that it keeps happening well, that's the, that's your you're quoting an Oingo Boingo song that I love. It only makes me laugh. Uh, go look at the lyrics and you'll see what I'm talking about. Anybody else? Jay? You got some positivity um, for me? I do. I just wanted to kind of listen, I, listen to where everyone was kind of coming from because, you know, it's it's been hard being away from, from y'all. I'm like, I'm... I, I'm not looped in uh, and, and to the 801 and 435 area codes and what's going on. And so I've <laughs> kind of turned a uh, blind a, eye to what. There's a 385 now, too. Yeah. My bad. Is that too. right? I uh, see. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I, like, didn't um, know that. I, yeah. I, I think I knew that. Um, but yeah, I just I've I kind of had to reshift my focus because. Um, a lot of stuff that I was doing in, in 2020, I went into a dark, dark place in 2020, and then somehow I found my shit in 2021. I mean, it was still, it was still very difficult. It was a very difficult year for everybody. But I think what flipped for me was I, 2020 put me on the bench. Like, it just put us all on the bench and made us sit with our, our shit and really, like... And me leaving Utah was, I left a lot of stuff. I, I, I had to, you know, grieve Jimmy in a comp, in out of, it took, I had to take two times zones to get away from that, to grieve Jimmy. And it was right there in front of, you know, I had to deal with that. And I, we all dealt with it in our own ways. But I was able to just re, kind of like revitalize myself through 2021 just like because i sat on the bench for so long of 2020 that i was like no fuck it i'm gonna go out there and make some make some adjustments because i realized it was, it was like the time i spent in utah i realized was especially like the last five six years before i moved was incredibly turbulent and i was hiding a lot and i was dealing with a lot that i never told any of y'all 
and I finally took 2021 to deal with it all. And that, mm. that has been a process of me putting my mental health a absolute priority um, and investing to in myself so that I could have a secure family situation, a secure home situation. Those were two things that were dramatically missing from my life since y'all have known me. And um, mm -hmm. I took, I invested so much time into my, into my family and my home. And then, and then after all of that, I finally took time for my mental health and physical health. And so mm -hmm. now um, in the third, you know, the fourth quarter of the year, my mental health and my physical health have dramatically increased because I have just kept pushing because I, I just, we're, we all had the chance to sit on the bench and realize where we need to make adjustments. I agree with a lot of y'all on, you know, hey, sometimes you don't have to have a purpose. Hey, sometimes you, you don't want to, it's okay to play those video games and, and, and all that. I 100% I agree with you. My only counter to that is that you do, ha like, don't be afraid to go find that purpose, though, if you, if you, if you want to. If you want to, um, and, and I say... When people do things, they always do things. There's two, it's the four P's and, they're two, and, and they, they have two groups. This is the way I see it. You can do things out of passion and purpose or do things out of panic and pressure. And I choose to do passion and purpose. Like I went hard on my mental health and, and, and hard on stand up and readjusting to full-time military life again. That and then being a husband, a father, there's so much more to it. And I just... That's what drives me. And like it, you, my life used to be filled with so much panic and pressure. And now it's pers uh, purpose and passion. And uh, um, I just want that for y'all. I just hope that that anybody listening to this go forward into 2022 with with uh, passion and purpose. And I promise you it will it will work out in a way that you want. Mm. That's all. Tony. Can I have a redo? Sure. <laughs> now, now, now that I realize that uh, the, the Senate is still yes. not playing ball. Senate's holding um, up. Yeah. He but, brought the uh, old article. So, <laughs> I, I did. I looked at it. I was like, was, well, well, damn was, it. That was a good. Was a, I liked where you were going, though. I did. Because it's yeah, such, got so much, so much good stuff in it, it even really though it's does. not everything he wanted to get in there, but it's still got a lot of good stuff. Anyway. Put that aside for now. Um, he, uh, Jay reminded me of this, actually. Um, I relearned this year that, uh, and this is going to sound probably kind of lame or whatever, but exercise for mental health, not mm. for physical health. Yeah. And uh, it obviously benefits you physically as well. But I learned this year, or relearned, like I said, that because I went uh, most of probably a good part of 2021, if not pretty much all of it, I just completely threw exercise out the window and I was just like, whatever, you know? And then in 2022, in around the springtime, I realized I should probably start exercising again. And I did. Um, and within a couple of days, within the first week of starting exercise, I noticed my mental health feeling better because of it. Physically, I look exactly the same as I did before. I haven't really <laughs> lost any weight or anything like that. But mentally and emotionally, mm -hmm. it makes a difference. Even if you hate exercise, it will yeah. help you mentally. And that's so that's that's my positive relearning thing for 2022. 
That is true. Uh, anybody else? Uh, I do have a, I have a question. Yes. Um, one of the things I have learned about myself this year is uh, if I am fe- if I'm fe- if I am feeling negative about a thing, mm-hmm. um, especially that happens in my life, I mm-hmm. notice I don't feel angry, I don't feel frustrated, uh, I feel bitter, mm. uh, and it's a really ugly feeling, and I super happen? duper hate it. And uh, ever since I realized that, I've been paying really close attention to how I react to things uh, in a negative way. And the the feeling that always is first is bitter. Um, and I hate it. So, like, what uh, – when it comes to, like, tackling your own, like, negative emotions, how do you guys approach it? Not well. <laughs> stuff it down. Stuff it down. Smash it down into a bottle. Keep put a cork right in, here in it. Keep it right down here. Yep. I drove – I drove face first into that. And I think that's a lot of how I came to the conclusions I came to this, these last few months is that, you know, I'd be trying to push out content and fighting tooth and nail to get that content out and still do my job and still be part of my family. And then some young, pretty person comes on and says, I just made $250,000 for breathing. And you go, Oh, (laughs) why am I doing this? And then you realize that, and I'd get so resentful and so bitter and angry and, my wife always says, not my circus, not my monkeys, and that's kind of become my mantra lately. Is it just, I don't I don't need to play that game. I don't need to be in that circus. I, I would love the monkeys. If someone wants mm-hmm. to send some monkeys my way, I would love that. But, you know, it's... Okay. The second, the second, the first thing, well, excuse me, the first thing I do, and I, I, uh, to kind of piggyback what, what Lee was uh, echoing of, of Rachel was just... Um, uh, not my circus, not my monkeys. You know, I'm a firm believer that comparison is the thief of joy. Um, like it the is. second, yes, the second you start fucking like I had to learn that the hard way because that was the hardest thing. While I, while I was sitting on the bench of 2020, I sat there and I watched a lot of people kind of take off in a, in, a, in a way. Some people, you know, some people had some some really hard hardships. Um, and same with 2021. Some, but I watched people just fucking explode on the NFT game or comics that were, you know, that um, I were, I started with or were peers with at festivals, you know, take off and end up with sitcoms. And I was like, fuck, I was late to the game. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I got yeah. like, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you, if you try to run someone else's race, you will always lose. And so I try to just, I try to run my own fucking race. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy with with where I'm going. I'm 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 naturally. I feel like I'm the most me I've been in a really long time, and so I don't have the room for the negativity anymore. Because for a solid seven years, I was mad at everything. I was mad at everything, like so many things, like oof, oof, just mad about. And I I even had a moment last night on the way to a Christmas bar that I did not want to go to but like I ended up having a really good time but um I um I I let I was so aware of like why I had a moment or why I had all this anxiety and so me I when I get those negative thoughts I just I just acknowledge them and I immediately Mm -hmm. break them down with brutal honesty to myself and to my partner and that's done wonders for me so Rebecca if you're like me it's when your head hits the pillow that uh, yes. that that the shit starts to come at you. Yep. Uh, there's a problem. There's a problem that needs to be addressed. The quiet ther- times. Quiet yeah. times. My therapist taught me one, a uh, little exercise. Called it the circle of influence. 
And that is, you look at that problem in the middle of a circle, and you, you, you say to yourself, what can I do about it right fucking now? And answer, answer that question honestly. I could do this, I could do that. Okay, then get up and go and do that. Do those two things. Yeah. Most of the time, though, you're going to find there's not a goddamn thing I can do at this moment to take care of this problem, this situation. There's nothing I can do. Uh, so go to sleep. And, that, yeah. and that's, I think, the problem for me is I do have a good understanding of, you know, when I can do things versus when I can't do things. And, mm -hmm. like, when there's, you know, it's really just me having feelings about a thing that I can't affect. Um, like, for example, uh, especially for uh, the younger generation, our future uh, is shrinking. And yeah. uh, I'm pissed about it. Um, and there's nothing I can do about it because all the damage has already been done. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of stuff like that in my life where I was like, well, there's, it's done, it's done, it's done. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I just feel mm, bitter about it. And, you know, I can accept things as they are and move forward, but I still have that, like, oh. well, but, but even when you get in that place, though, there are still things you can do, you know. In your, in your small way, there are still things you can do. And even if that just makes you feel better, that's, that's a win, you know? Mm -hmm. so, that's all you need. You know, it may seem like this, you know, giant creature that, that is lumbering through the forest and there's nothing you can do about it. Try to find something possibly that you, a little thing that you can do during the day, even if it just to make you feel better, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, the... the you know the uh, the environment that's a big thing you know there's nothing really that we can do about it but in my small way i try to do what i can to help you know i'm I, if i if i ran an oil company i'd shut it down then i could do something about it but i don't so here's what i can do about it hmm. anybody else yeah um well carrie i would just like to talk to you mm-hmm um, do you just leave or? <laughs> no, no, you no, guys stay. No, you guys better like, stay. I, but <laughs> God damn it! I promised myself I'd never cry on this show again. <laughs> I've been the most cry member of this show. Um, first of all, Carrie, I'm just so sorry you feel this hopelessness. Um. Because it's a terrible feeling that <clears throat> I've been dipping in and out of for nearly a decade. Mm -hmm. um, and it's an awful feeling. And it's with you all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like even like when everybody thinks you're like, you know, people don't know. <laughs> people yeah. don't know that I'm actually a very fucked up and upset individual. If you if you want to know what Shannon is like, read the lyrics to uh, Smokey Robinson's song "Tears of a Clown." Right. And it's hard, and it's been really. I've been through a lot of terrible shit. And you and I 
Um, Yumi and Egg shared a very traumatic event right before the pandemic. So we weren't in a good headspace for that at all, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, my job is fucking weird. Um, fucking people on TikTok trying to get me shot. Um, but there's so many good things. One, I got you guys. And uh, the other day, Jen, and this is going to sound very familiar because she's new to the game. <laughs> Are you guys going to ever go back to uh, doing three shows? Shut up. Um, <laughs> are you guys going to go back to doing three shows a week? And I, I shrugged my shoulders and said, I don't know. But in my head, I was like, I hope not. Mm. You know, like, I love this time that we have with each other. Um, and Tilly is just so thrilled about it. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um, the other thing is, um, just, you know, there's so much good shit. Stop hating everything. You know, yep. yeah. I know yep. we don't do it, but um, yeah, man. The uh, carry the hope that I can give you is ten-year-olds. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you do. Okay. You do bring me every every week a, a different story. You didn't like the Goonie, Shannon. No, um, <laughs> no. So, it was a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. I'm sorry. I don't know about the kids, you know, that are like in middle school or high school. They scare the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Right? You and Gerard Way both. Well, and um, <laughs> no, like, uh, you know, my ex, I, I, I'm on good terms with my ex-wife, uh, 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 Charity, and she works at a middle school up on the Shining Hill, right mm -hmm. up by your house. Yeah, right over there. Yeah, and... Um, you know when they were doing the TikTok thing where it was like, hey, uh, fuck up your school. Seriously. Yeah, I, I text her and I go, hey, are they fucking up your school? And she goes, oh, yeah. It's a mess. You know, they're like they're pulling the, uh, you know, all the, sh the, the bathrooms are all destroyed. Somebody tore down a, a, a drinking fountain. And stuff like that. Um, and then, like, honestly, this week, it was like National Shoot Up Your School Week yeah. this Friday. And mm -hmm. it happened at uh, one of our high schools. So I think that generation might be lost. I'm not, <laughs> not going to lie. But the kids I work with and the kids I know, these 10-year-olds, and think about it. Most of their life, they've lived through this crazy time mm -hmm. of COVID, right? And they are some of the most resilient and kind 
and emotionally smart people that I have ever met. And those are going to be the people that are going to be taking care of us. You know, like, there is hope. All right. And I know I'm on the front lines and I see it. But when you're sitting there watching the Lego Star Wars special with a little Hispanic girl mm-hmm. and she's sitting here like this, you can't see me, like with her with her hand on her chin, watching it and nodding and mm-hmm. looks at me and goes, well, this is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think, you know, um, I mean, shit's going to be okay. And I, like, I'm the ex- absolute ex- expert in mm-hmm. feeling like everything is fucked. Like, last week, I couldn't even, fit, like, I barely part- participated in the show. Couldn't do the Hawkeye de- de- dive because I was having anxiety so hard that I couldn't breathe, you guys. But I really do, in my heart of hearts... Uh, believe that things are going to be okay. Well, let me <clears throat> thank you for that, and let me disclose with this. Um, what you know, some people meditate, some people pray. Um, what you know, whatever works for you. What I do is at the end of each day, as the sun is going down, I sit and I look at it, and I I raise a glass. You know, it doesn't have to be the dark liquor; it can be whatever you want. And I raise a glass, and I think about. A positive thing, what I call a win, that's probably a bad term for it, a positive thing, whether it's, man, Ripley was fucking cute today, or... Oh, and I was going to say dogs, man. um, Or, oh, that episode of Hawkeye, or that episode of Star Trek Discovery really had a great message, you know, or, you know, I made Jay laugh today, you know. Or, yeah. Whatever saw, it is. You know. Like, I saw somebody do something kind yeah. for somebody for no yeah. reason. I feel good about making the girl at the store smile when, you know, the checkout exactly. girl, because she's had a rough job, you know? So try, yes, try yes. that. Be you nice know? to your servers. Just, it, it maybe some days it may be hard to find one thing, but you, you do have one in your life. Every day, something different. To raise a glass to, look at the sunset, and... Uh, and also, Carrie, we all need to know this, and it sounds like you especially need to hear this right now. You are beloved. You are beloved by everybody in this thing. You are beloved by thousands of people. No, it's the truth. Don't, like, truth. it's the fucking truth. You are beloved. Well, and, and I, I appreciate it. I do. And thank you. And thank you guys for everything that you do. All right. Well, and uh, we're not going to ham this episode. Not going to ham, no. <laughs> no, uh, but we will say this. I say these things <laughs> because I know they're true. In the name of Jeffrey Michael Weiss. Amen. <laughs> Time. <laughs> <laughs>